Here's the situation, folks. Summer has unfortunately come to an end. The autumn breeze is on the horizon, and soon enough, everything's just going to taste like pumpkin. That being said, the summer of 2021 has definitely been an interesting one. A lot of our favorite places slowly opened back up, and we were finally able to enjoy the summer in cautious normality. So, as we pack up our swim trunks, bubble blowers, tan lines, we wanted to take a little look back at some of our favorite and not-so-favorite things that happened in the summer of 2021. Because after all, this is the Parking Lot Podcast, where your friends Kate Latimer, Maggie Prince, Elise Bailey, and myself, Ellie Janetta, get together and talk about the things we're doing, the things we love, and say goodbye to Instagram posts with captions like, I got a pocket, got a pocket full of sunshine, Daisy Dukes, bikini on top, sun-kissed skin so hot it'll melt your popsicle, and it's a hot girl summer, so you know she got it. Well, she's going to have to get it next summer. Everybody enjoy the show. Do you think we're ever going to get to a point where you can text and you can like add something that conveys tone or like sarcasm or something like an added thing onto How would, it? What would that be? I don't know. It hasn't been invented yet, but like an whatever, accent. like yeah. something that you could sarcasm. do, like you could do like different colors of messages to mean different things, like kind of similar to like, like I, gay bandanas, what an emoji does now, which is kind of if you say something and then you put a little yeah, face sorry, at the end maybe. of it, right? What I but, would love is an undo button that removes yes. it from their phone. From the other person's phone? Yeah. yeah, like on Instagram. You can unsend a message. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Well, now you can, um, I, there's like an app where you can uh, do your handwriting and then all of the, your text messages can be in like your handwriting. That is not the same. I know, but I'm just saying is that something. You can handwrite the wrong note. Yeah. You can make a emoji. I know exactly what she meant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to say my thing. I'm sorry. She dots those eyes. Um... I don't think that's an app. I think that's on your phone right now. Really? Yeah, you can yeah. do that right on now. On my phone? That's called sending someone a letter. <laughs> yeah. No, you have a little button you can do right now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's pretty cool. Well, on that note, how's everybody's week? Um, Elise, do you want to start? No. Uh, Maggie, would you like to start? Sure. Um, my week was good. I went up to the cottage with... Um, my friends from Guelph, who I haven't seen in a full year because of the pandemic. Penny D. Yes, that one. The, um, the vid. The vid. Uh, and it was really, really fun. It was like just like old times. It was very silly. I like those people. I just like turn into my like 18 year old self when I'm with them. It's just like very, very silly. Um but yeah, that was really fun. It was good weather, a little cooler, which was nice. Um, did you have a fire? We did have a big fire. Yeah. Did you dance to Vanga Boys? No, we would never do that without you. Weren't you we there? Didn't. She I was only was there for there. she was only there for one night. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And sorry. we danced to Vanga. My time there counts. Of course. Oh, I thought you were asking me if we if we danced to Vanga Boys without you. No, no, we didn't do that. But, but we did dance to Vanga Boys. And uh, it was real tough. I mean, it, it was so much fun. <laughs> so hard. No, I don't know if you feel this way. It's so much fun to dance to Vanga Boys, but like by the end of the song, it's I'm exercise. Like, it's exercise, and it hasn't been that way in previous years. And I think I need to start wearing an exercise bra because it's so much like jumping <laughs> yeah. up and down. By the end of it, I'm just like holding my boobs <laughs> like, in like, place. Flies out when yeah. you're playing don't catch. Don't put it on Classic. yet, guys. I'm gonna go put on my <laughs> sports bra. Hang on. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm out of shape. Um, but then there's also so um, my sister and my parents. Uh, we're on a plane yesterday and uh, it was quite an eventful plane because I guess it, it was like a small plane. Was it full of snakes? It was full of, it was, no. Um, <laughs> it was, um, they had crazy amount of turbulence and I guess there was like people shouting within the plane, like a woman crying, a man being like, what is wrong with this plane? And the <laughs> flight, <laughs> and my mom and my sister are, all, are already like very, they have like a phobia, like they get scared of planes very easily. And the stewardess was like shaking for like the whole time afterwards. Like her hands were just shaking and she was like coming up and being like, oh, I'm so sorry about that. Uh, and she just seemed very nervous. And she made the mistake of telling my mom that um, she was like, yeah, like 
the 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 pilot hasn't flown in like a year so he's probably pretty rusty and like i'm sorry <laughs> what why yeah. would she say that to know. a passenger i don't know he just got <laughs> his g he just got his g <laughs> this and is his first flight this is his first flight in a really he's long 18. time um yeah. fresh out of school <laughs> and um uh, in addition do you believe in god you should pray <laughs> Good luck. Um, I'm going to buckle up because this doesn't seem right. I hope you die quickly. <laughs> but um, And then an additional thing to this flight was, do you guys know who Kurt Browning is? I've heard the name. He's like the most famous male figure skater. He's like the first... I grew up in like a figure... Ellie figure skated growing up. So like figure skating was like a More big deal. More famous than Elvis Stoiko? Equal level, okay. I'd say. Um, what about Chad Michael Michaels? What about who, Tanya who's, Harding? Who's Chad Michael Michaels? Did you just make that up? No, it's Will, Will Ferrell from oh, Blades of Glory. Oh, okay. And Get, Rory Mac. Uh, no, similar vibe, name? like it's inventing flips and stuff. Like he's like a big <laughs> deal. But he was on the flight and he interacted with both my mom and my sister asking questions about like, he asked my sister <laughs> Am like- Am I going to die? <laughs> he asked my sister like, oh, like what zone am I in? Like, and showed Ellie his ticket. And then, like, when they were collecting their bags afterwards, he, like, went up to my mom and was like, where do we find the bags? And Have I was never like, been on a plane I know, before? and I was like, Kurt, and I was telling them on the phone, because they were like, what oh country God. are we in? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, my God, like, Kurt Browning, he, like, talked to us, and we helped him. And I was like, I'm suspicious, because, like, Kurt Browning's been on flights many times in his life. He's like a celebrity and a figure skater. Maybe he has early onset dementia. <laughs> Yeah, maybe he does. Ooh, and on that note, <laughs> is that sensitive for people? No, that's the no, reason I just, people forget stuff. I just didn't think you were gonna go there. <laughs> what are you? Um, yeah, I don't know if it was that, uh, or maybe he just wanted an excuse to talk to my family. That Definitely that. That was what I was thinking. Oh, I see. Well, yeah. He was coming on to Sarah. I, yeah. I honestly like, think which my, one do I pick? Yeah. My explanation which is which one of you can better. help me find my yeah. bags? <laughs> They're a little do you hot. Know which zone I'm in? Yeah. Anyways, what a great week. Yeah. I know which zone I'm gonna get in. Uh, but it makes me scared to go on a plane. Anyway, Kate, Kate, how was your week? How was your week? Um, my week was uh, nice. I went to the wedding. I'd like to let everyone oh, know yeah. how that went. How did you? Are you? So I wore you... my blue dress with white stripes. It, it was a huge hit. She looked really cute. I made a lot of friends. No, I didn't. I made I just a lot talked, of money. I just talked to my cousins the whole night. But I was walking up. I was going to get a drink at the bar. It was an open bar. And the bride was just standing there. And I, I don't really know her that well. We have like family events together. But I don't like chat with her. So I was like, but I had a flash of like, what if I was wearing that white dress? It would have been the worst moment (gasps) in my life to just have been walking towards this bride also in a white dress being like, hey. And I said, thank God for everyone who told me not to wear that. What did you say to her when you got to the bar? Nice dress. I said, hey, you look hot as shit. (laughs) I said, you look so beautiful. That was such a beautiful ceremony. It was a really beautiful ceremony. Carly, if you're listening really beautiful taste what was their first dance song if you remember I, harvest moon uh, no i didn't <laughs> know sick. it actually was it chumba wumba was it venga boys, <laughs> venga boys. <laughs> do, do, do. that would be okay for whoever out there is listening who ends that, up marrying kate that would be your first dance song with you, kate Latimer, uh venga boys party bus or whatever it's called we like to party we, we like, like we, we like, like to party. party. We like. I mean, party. that would be the that would start the dance. Or is that the father daughter dance? Oh, no, that would be the father daughter dance. Not the father daughter dance. I I want um I want uh Harvest Moon by Neil Young. Really? Mm-hmm. Whoa. <laughs> I want to cool. see you dance. I feel again pretty proud of myself. I'm still I didn't know that. With you. You it used to be Sea of Love by Cat Power, but anyway, I don't remember what their first dance song. The father daughter dance made me cry because and he made a speech or after that really, really, I was like bawling my eyes out. It was so emotional and beautiful, and it was the most beautiful wedding I've ever seen. We were. I've been to two, so this is the most beautiful. <laughs> Whoa, Des. No, I've been to yes. three. Oh my God. <laughs> was one like... is so forgettable. <laughs> one was like, we weren't invited to the ceremony. We just went to the party in a brewery. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Chris and Dan, that was beautiful. <laughs> um, it was in Niagara on the Lake and there was, uh, so you're looking out at like all these vineyards and it was just this huge tent with like very light colored rose bouquets everywhere. It was, it was truly magical and like fairy lights. And I've described my dream wedding is this aesthetic, just a huge tent, big dance floor speeches. I was like, remember last week so you were good. like, I'm never getting married. I mean, I don't think I will, but if I ever did, that's what I'd want. But here's the itinerary. Did and you catch plan. the, uh, the okay. thing? She didn't throw it. Oh really? Or if she did. Well, also we had to drive back from Niagara on the lake and my mom was DD. So she, she decided we'd leave at eight 30. So, oh, so she very much could have thrown it. So we did miss later. quite a bit of the fun part. <laughs> We did miss the good It times. sounds like a, a wedding in a movie and like a rom-com. It was a wedding in a movie and a rom-com. Yeah. Why didn't you bring a date and why didn't you bring Elliot? Because uh, Elliot and I are not together. And yes. also I wasn't invited with a plus one. Hmm. Those you are cried the all night about it. <sighs> I wasn't going to bring If it up. I had a plus one, Elliot, I would have loved to go with you. But people would have assumed we were dating and that just would have been in conversation. That would have been funny though. Made like a little <laughs> jokes on you. <laughs> it actually would have been really great if you brought me and you wore your white dress and then I would have wore like a tuxedo. <laughs> you guys would have been kicked oh, out. But we're not dating though. <laughs> we're not dating. Don't, don't get it confused We look like though. we're about to get married. We're like exchanging rings right before you this sit down. This is my brother. In the middle of like when like after the ceremonies, Case just like at the other end like one, two, getting ready to throw a different bouquet backward. When you guys leave, you like scoop her up and... <laughs> Everyone's like, what is going on? <laughs> Hijack their wedding. <laughs> Your dad's crying. <laughs> Your dad gets up and makes a speech. I love the bride so much. <laughs> and this guy that she also knows. And this guy, this guy over here. <laughs> cool that, guy. That's a great That's pasta a cool sauce. guy. <laughs> great pasta sauce. Yeah, that's what I'm known for. Oh, um, Elise, how was your week? My week was good. Uh, it was a long weekend, so I had a wonderful time with my friend Elliot. We spent three whole days together. Oh. I'm covered in bruises. Oh, <laughs> yikes. Oh, boy. That came out kind of weird. But TMI. I just, kinky, kinky. No, no, no. No, no, no. It well, just, Labor Day is the inaugural fight pit weekend. <laughs> I was say, it's more just because by day three, we were like, shut the fuck up. Just beating the shit out of mm. each other. <laughs> Yeah. Were were you with his, the parents as well? Was the it parents. a family affair? The parents were it, also there. <laughs> Great watch. So can I tell them about a little bit about your parents weekend? Sure. It was really lovely. Elliot's parents bumped into some old friends that were Elliot's childhood best friend's parents. And so they had the parents over. And it's just like, it's so nice to see your parents this summer, like interacting and connecting with friends they haven't talked to in like a long time. Like that's kind of like a theme of this summer is like the people that your parents are like choosing to spend time with or like people yeah. from their past that they're like, hey. Rekindling. Yeah, rekindling friendships. So, so they nice. rekindled this friendship and had this lovely couple over. And the couple was just talking about like movies they've seen and music and travel. And one thing that they suggested was they were like, you have to watch Borat, a subsequent movie movie film it's so funny it's one of the best movies we've seen all summer and paul was so excited <laughs> they're both no. english and yeah, they both really like english humor and they loved because i remember i was friends with him when the first borat movie came out and i had watched it with him <laughs> and his parents <laughs> and they loved it and yeah. so they kept telling my dad they're like oh my god you gotta watch this movie it's, it is so funny he just makes fun of the oh americans and it's just like it's this great it's moment this with great moment at the end <laughs> And we start watching this movie Good and not period humor, not, not what? Five minutes in, but it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Your mom sitting with her hands over her eyes I and her know. head tilted oh. back, just going, no. How did your parents not even like heard of Borat? <laughs> they they had. had heard of it, but like, but they all, didn't, how did they not know what it was? All they knew about him was just like when he was on the red carpet that one time and threw ashes at Ryan Seacrest. Right. I don't know what movie he was the dictator the dictator. promoting. Yeah. yeah. So like that's, but like They're they've like, seen him act in like real movies and he's yeah. like a very good actor, mm -hmm. um, Sasha Barry Cohen, but like they had never never seen the first Borat or like any of his when movies that are like shit to the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like any of the other movies that he's like acted in that are nude that running are down like the hallway. Yeah. yeah. So Wrestling with a that. very oh, overweight man. So I also just feel like the second one is a bit more 
hard. Like I watched the first one as like yeah, like an eight year old, ten year old, and I was like ha ha ha, like this is yeah. funny. But I thought I feel like the second one, I was also like covering my eyes at moments and being like, oh my god, what the fuck am I watching right I've now? I've never seen the second one because I got five minutes into it and I said no because no. I think yeah. his penis gets caught in a hair dryer. No, I can't remember. No. The, I remember the oh. first one being I don't worse. Know what movie I was watching that? <laughs> but the second one has definitely some head turning scenes <laughs> yeah. in it, it when they was, do the period dance yeah. i just felt so bad because like your dad was so excited he set the living room up we had pie we had ice cream we were watching something else downstairs before dinner and they're like get up here we're watching borat too <laughs> yeah. i like, didn't you to like flag it we them. tried to <laughs> we we're tried. like you're not gonna like it and he's just and like, no, like no 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 this they was said recommended it. they said this was like a we great trust movie their opinion at the end of it your mom was like i'll never trust her again <laughs> did you guys watch the whole thing we watched yeah, the whole thing i laughed my dad wanted to turn it off after five minutes. My mom's like, nope, I have to see how this ends. <laughs> what? Really? It was so funny. It was hilarious. It just Maybe was... it's Don't Mess with the Zohan that I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. That yeah, sounds that like sounds that would happen right. in Don't Mess with the Zohan. Because that is a great movie. Because Borat 2 came out like Adam Sandler. recently. Yeah. Don't Mess with the Zohan. Adam Sandler a lot on this podcast. Redacted. So that was a real highlight of my week. That was really, really funny. In other news, this is the last week of prep. So you guys might not be hearing from me so frequently because we start shooting next week and my life will be over. I'm really excited though. One thing that's coming up this week with shooting that I'm really looking forward to is that I get a walkie talkie and a headset. Oh my God. So they'll be like, Copy to 7240 over, and I'll be like 7240 reporting over. I'm just gonna be like, just on the john, get me a sandwich, you stupid idiot. Can you do anything right? I can't wait. My grapes, grapes. I can't wait to hear what your code name is. It's just gonna be, I over. hope it's 6969. I hope it's 42069. Um, so yeah, so that was my week. I hope it's 6666. I spend, I get home every day in the dark. Thank you, Maggie. I hope so. I'll request it. I get okay. home in the dark, I wake up in the dark, I live in the darkness of uh, my own sorrows. I was born in the dark. Yeah, I wish. Hello, Elliot. Hey, how are you? <laughs> you got a haircut. It looks really good. That was two weeks ago. You look young. I got a haircut. You look youthful. You look like, like a, you're our intern. Like a like a fresh like new you're a high child. school co-op. Like you're a pilot that just got their license. Yeah, and only finds small rickety planes. Have you been carded at the LCBO recently? I have. Every time I've gone, I've been carded. Uh, after the yeah. haircut. After the haircut. Yeah. Oh, before, you look, you look no. younger. Before no. Yeah. 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 Before they were like that guy's. Especially if I wear 19. my like baseball cap too. This is school. I wish I had the one that said school and on your it backpack? still. And my backpack. And, and your dad's next to you and you're holding new, his hand. My fresh new. <laughs> your wallet has like a Pikachu on it. A little Velcro. My, my fresh Gap t-shirt. <laughs> it says Gap. Uh, no, I went to go see uh, Suicide Squad. <gasps> oh. So I haven't seen Brandon. So it was nice to see him. Brandon Espana? Um, Brandon Espana. Yeah. And um, so we were like walking into the theater and the trailers hadn't even started yet. And we sat down and he was just like telling me about something. And there's these two kind of bro looking guys sitting next to us. The theater was pretty much empty, except for these two other guys who happened to sit two seats Why? next to Suicide us. Suicide Squad was empty? Yeah. Well, it's been out since like early August. Oh, oh really? Um, and we were talking, just the lights were still on. And the guy sitting next to Brandon, Brandon had like leaned over to like, probably just actually, hey, do you want some popcorn? And the guy's just like, are you going to talk through the whole fucking movie? And I was like, excuse me? And then he just, then we just didn't say anything. And then the movie started. You didn't get into it with him? No, what was the point? These two guys, I looked like it was going to be, it would be the whole thing if I started arguing with them. Explain the rules. I want to kill them. It's fair game till the lights go off. Yeah. And even then. Anyway, and then he persisted to watch the whole movie while being on his phone. That guy? Ellie, you have to say something. You spoken to him. I would have smacked that guy's head into the seat in front of him. I would have taken it outside. At least would have dumped her popcorn on his head. How big was he? Could you have taken it? It was these two guys. They must have been 17 or 18. So you're like Exactly how I look. (laughs) How I will look when my hair grows a little bit longer, maybe. Um, But like, you know when you see people be like, I can start and argue with you, but they will not go... 
anywhere cor- mm-hmm. like well i yeah. will get i will it not won't be productive it will not be productive it will be like yelling at the people who are yelling about having no masks on in the mcdonald's there's no point of even interacting with yeah. these people but they started it yeah i would have been like oh i'll stop talking when the movie but starts like, brandon was sitting closer to them than i was so i would have had to yell over brandon i don't want to give brandon a nervous breakdown in the middle of this movie don't theater yell. There's just no explain yelling. your you situation just, just, them. just petty comments just oh no problem i can get the manager if this is really going to be and there an was issue. a family with like two little kids like i'm like <laughs> Imagine if Elliot had said that, excuse me. Like, I'm going to get the manager. And my Sorry. name is Karen. And like there was this family with these two little kids sitting like maybe four rows ahead of them. And the kids were like getting excited. I'm like, why did you take this is rated R movie? People get their heads blown off. And these kids were like laughing their heads off and stuff. And the guy almost screamed at those two kids as well. So I was like, this guy's just going through it he or whatever it is. He can't be on his phone, but complain about talking. And then like when the movie ended, we got up and he said, guys, there's a fucking post credit scene. You have to wait. And I was like, what? He's I was like, like, please, please tell me how it is and please enjoy it or whatever. And then he just like, uh, laughed on his phone and then just went back to talk Elliot, to his you friend. should have kicked this man in the skull. Do you think it they were trying to like, helped, like reach out to you and be friends? And that's yeah. the only way they knew how. Probably a cry for help. Yo, bro, stay for the last scene. Then let's grab yeah. some beers. So you that, can buy them. That reminded me of the downside of going to the movie theater. Was other the, people other talking people. to other people. Yeah. And um, but other than that, the movie was really fun. It's really it was a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. It's very violent. Why didn't um, you stay for the last scene? Because I didn't care. Oh. It's a DC it's movie. It's not Marvel. It's okay, not Marvel. Okay. Yeah, Marvel. You don't um, you wouldn't get it. Just lastly, I also saw a movie I saw Candyman. <gasps> Do you want to talk about that now? That sounds no. scary. It wasn't that scary, and it was actually a pretty good sequel. To, to what? To Candyman. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> to what? Wizard of Oz. He doesn't know what Candyman is. Oh, Candyman was like Candyman a is. it was like a horror movie that came out in the '90s, and then there was two sequels like in the late '90s afterwards. And then this movie is by Jordan Peele, was written by him. I oh. know this new one. Yeah, and it just kind of didn't realize he just skips over the other two sequels, and it's just kind of like a direct yeah. sequel, like 30 years later. That's did he fun. direct? I thought he like produced. Yeah, he didn't direct, but he wrote the script with somebody else. Oh, I see. Yeah. Anyways, I saw that, and at first I was like, I don't know if this is good. And then I watched the first one, and I was like, oh, this was actually pretty good. Huh. The end. I really want to see it. Did you see watch the both. Bourdain? I'm seeing it on Friday. Oh, Ooh, good one. Yeah. Um, you can't watch the new Candyman if you don't watch the first one. You can. It just won't really make much sense. Okay. I'll watch the first one. Yeah. And Thanks. um. The other thing, the, have you guys seen the the Matrix Four trailer oh, that Theo came out was today? That this no. morning. And it, if done right, could be really cool. Why? Because Why? Because it, it was. It could be. It's probably going to be terrible. But like, as soon as you watch something and you don't realize you have nostalgia for something until you see it, and like you have like, I remember watching the first Matrix and being like, I've never seen anything like this before. Like the fight scene in the hallway of him like fighting Mr. Smith or like running around, or in the second one when he can just fly and like throw fucking cars and stuff like that. And it's Keanu Reeves just being Keanu Reeves at this point, and then it just looks like it could be really, really silly and really, really fun. So Mm. I'm excited for that. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I've never seen any Matrix. We should watch them. Yeah, we should. Oh, They're we great. Should. Actually, that would be like a fun review. Um, other than that, there was a PlayStation conference today, and I'm going to be spending a lot of money in 2022 and 2023. No, you're not. I, I will. How so, much money? I won't be buying food for a little while. Uh, if anybody wants to be my boyfriend, I am opening applications. Uh, please let me know. Please tell Kate about the weather and please tell me if you're single. <laughs> if you're available and ready to um, mingle. You can go with me and Kate to a wedding. Yeah. So that was my <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, it would be so nice. <laughs> and um, for our main topic today, it's kind of like a hodgepodge of different topics. Because um, um, it's September, it's kind of that end of summer feeling and like, it is back to school technically today. Actually, none of us are going back to school. We still have that energy going into it. This is it. the not back to school episode. Yes, the not back to school, Happy back to school not episode. Back to school. So we're kind of looking at the best of the summer, our favorite things of this hopefully last COVID summer. And you're not starting grade seven? No, not yet. Grade eight. I didn't get in. Well, <laughs> I thought we could, if we start off with like the best of the summer stuff and the worst of the summer, we can kind of do like a round table kind of thing and like we'll just start on all these little topics that Maggie had suggested and we'll go through and see what everyone's favorite was and whatever there's worst ones. Okay, well, I'm going to start with McDonald's had dollar drink days. Oh, whoa. Only a dollar all summer. But that's every summer. Yeah, so it was a good summer. You love that. What dollar drink do you buy? (laughs) I didn't get one. (laughs) I just was happy it was there. What's wrong with you? 
You didn't even what? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just glad they did it. I'm just glad that, that it's out there. Yeah. I'm just happy for I'm putting glad out that, that energy. Options available for people. I like consistency. Exactly. Thank when, you. When does it end? Is it done? At Today? the end of summer. When's the end of summer? The twenty second of September. Yeah. Um, the chair came out, directed by Amanda Pete, oh. starring Sandra O. Oh. Such a good show. I that was that. my show of the summer. Yeah, I think White Lotus was my show this summer. Yeah. Ooh. I liked White Lotus, but I loved the chair. Oh, okay. That was your favorite one? What was the least favorite show you watched this summer? I've been re-watching <laughs> Felicity. Yeah, how's and that been? It didn't hold up. Doesn't hold up? No, yeah. I haven't rewatched it since high school, and I'm like... Are you bored? Yeah, or I'm is bored. it bad? It's both. Both, Okay. So think I was going back and looking through like I would type in like best shows of summer or best movies of summer. There wasn't all that many. It's just like it's kind of like I think the best show that we had watched, at least for me, was either White Lotus or is Ted Lasso as we're watching now, mm. or the new show we just started that you love, the Murders in the Building show. Oh, the only Murders in the Building uh, was Selena Gomez. Yeah, and Steve Martin. Oh, and is that Short. out? Yeah. Is it good? I don't. I don't like it, and I'm sorry to say it that. is about. People making a podcast, though. It is about people making a podcast, and it's pretty funny because, like, I kind of see all of us. There's only three of them, but I'm like, oh, I'm who, like, am Mar- who am I? Who Mark am I? Mark Short is Elliot. That's yeah. so funny. Me and Maggie are Selena Gomez, being like, kind of like, we're like, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll be part of it. Like, you know, we're not going to be as eager as Elliot is. And then like, Steve Martin is Kate, being like, let's do this, let's do it this way. And I have all these ideas, and no, you can't script it too much. It has to be natural. You have to feel it like this. I feel like that's Elliot. I can't be both of them. <laughs> you be one yeah, of them, you can Kate. be both of them, and I'm none of them. Kate, you're not sleeping. I'm, I'm sorry. the building. <laughs> I'm the dead man. I'm the murder. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird. It's a very strange, weird show. I'm not vibing so far. Don't know if I love it. I'm going to try it. The other favorite show I think I would have watched is is still going on. It's Ted Lasso. It's just a ray of sunshine every it? Friday. Yeah. And as soon as I get home. My parent, my mom still doesn't understand which day it comes oh, out. We talk about this but every like, week. There'll be a point in the weekend. She's like, "Whoa, we have to watch it now!" And like, kind of like comes home and like, like, like everyone has to stop whatever they're doing, and then Wednesday. we all have to. <laughs> and then on Sundays, your mom's like, "Can you believe it's already out?" And you're like, "Yes, it comes out on Fridays." It comes out on Friday, and then the next the day, same time every week. <laughs> That's so cute. And then on Tuesday, she's like, "Is there totally an episode forgets. out?" And you're like, "No, no, <laughs> yeah. oh, mom, I forgot." Gossip Girl is my least favorite show. Oh, Gossip Girl. Girl. There's just like, there's a mid-season hiatus and I was like, are you going to bring the show back? It got renewed for season two today. I'm not going to keep well, watching. Well, they haven't even finished putting out season one. I know, but it got renewed for season two. I am Jesus not Christ. going to make um, it through this Kate hiatus. Kate had such, such positivity such for it. Hopes. It's like, so It's okay, bad. I get it. And, I was, and, and then the show just fucking so went. Bad. What about yeah. um, What about movies? was your favorite summer movie if you can rem- remember one and i had to look through it and you know what my favorite movie this summer was what it was pixar's luca i realized you it was it? yeah it was i was not expecting anything going into it and i was like oh they're just putting it out on disney plus so they don't care about it and i was surprisingly emotional throughout oh, all of did it did you cry i almost did at the end i have a soft spot for like uh like friends like being pulled apart or like father son yeah. dynamics and stuff like that Oh my gosh, it was very sad at the end. Sounds beautiful. It's very good though. I recommend everybody go watch that. I'll watch it. I don't think I watched any movies yeah. this summer. I was going to say, like, I watched mostly TV. Was like, it Mighty Joe Young? No. Mighty Joe Young, I least favorite. It. My attention span is um, shot. I also wanted to give a shout out to um, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because oh, yeah. they've been really helping me Amen. this summer. Amen. <laughs> and, um, I just really, really, really love them. And they they make me laugh more than anybody does. Um, so nice. And then maybe for the worst, I don't know if it's the worst, but the most disappointing movie I think I've seen this summer was one that we had watched last weekend titled Annette with oh, yeah. uh, Adam Driver. Is yeah. that on, that's on Prime? It is on Prime. Yeah, I need to watch We that. watched Annette and, and it was hard. It was hard and it was long and it was hard. And it is a musical where everybody 
sing talks how they feel in a minor key. So it's like, we're going, we're going to the stairwell to find the cat, the cat who died. Can you help me? And it's Is just... Is the baby fake in the yeah, movie? Yeah, there's a, there's a baby puppet. It's a puppet. It's a puppet. Is it supposed to be a puppet? Yes. Yeah. So they don't have a real baby. Mm. At a certain point, it becomes a real baby. But for the most part, Annette Annette is my daughter and I love her so much. She's my baby. I am going out. So stay with Annette. I have to get out. (laughs) I'm going crazy. I have to have a night on the town because I'm a comedian. It's literally stuff like that. Hey, composer friend, can you watch my baby? Did you see my jacket? Maybe. I really like like the, the Sparks, though. Sparks, the band who composed it. I don't. Oh, no, I don't either. <laughs> After this. Because it, it even like it starts with them like, we're going to start the movie starting. Can we can we start can now? Can we start can now? We start? And they're walking and then they get into oh, the car the and they literally they song. get into character and then drive and the movie starts. And it's like, <sighs> it is so odd. Because I think fucking I'm going to love this movie because I loved that scene oh. and I didn't know I, what it was it felt like an hour had gone by and I would like check the controller just to see how much it's, it's like 10 minutes oh, had gone and by. And it takes place in like the same sets it's like a house a stage another opera stage and that's like pretty much it it is like cycles through those sets quite a lot and um i i'd like to do an episode where ellie and i act out annette oh <laughs> we acted out from our perspective but it just Can like we do that who i would the baby i'll play the baby i love her so yeah. much we love each other so much um yeah Gross. so get a room <laughs> ew it it's just was literally like the whole movie. it's literally the whole movie, and it just is like it's so literal. It's like Adam Driver plays this comedian, and he's like, "I'm going to tell you comedy. I'm going to tell you a joke. Don't laugh too hard. It's a joke about how I'm suicidal. It's a joke about how I'm depressed. Here's a joke suicidal. about men. Anyways, and it just sucks. He's like Adam Driver's great in it, and like his character is actually probably like the best part, but his character is just like a shitty person through the whole thing. And all then, the actors are good. Like for what they had to do, they nailed it. But the thing is what they had to do was very hard to watch. Yeah. And very slow and almost painful. It's like, I get it. It's like an experimental musical and it's kind of like talking about how much emphasis we put on like celebrity relationships almost. And how like, you know, like no matter what the outside is, you never know what's like happening on the inside. And then there's some other subplots there. Uh, but yeah, it was a tough watch. I was really excited to watch this movie. I like, te- like, like Paul with Borat. I was like, let's watch Annette. We're going to watch Annette. Are you ready, boy? We're watching Annette. I, I put my sweatpants on. They're covered in fluff. We're and watching it's, Annette. It's two and a half hours. Oh, it's boy. two and a half hours. That's too, too long. long. Can we start? Can we not start? Now can we start? Can we start? Can we start? Now can we start? It's that difficult. trailer really made me excited to watch that, though. I liked that scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. We'll see how this goes. That was my most disappointing movie. I'm sorry, because you thought it was going to be amazing. I just want to support him. Mr. Driver? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I was a little bit let down. But then again, movie's not for me. I don't know who it's for, to be honest. me neither. Fans of musicals? It's for people at the Cannes Film Festival. Yeah. (laughs) Bravo! Art! Art! Yeah. Vite, vite, andale! Um, I'd like to talk about a podcast. Please do. Okay, so this is one of my recommendations from the newsletter, but it has changed my life. I'm so happy I found it. So I think I talked about, I found it because of this one podcast called How Long Gone, where these two dudes just interview a bunch of like media elites. And so one of the guys they talked to is named Jesse Pearson, and he used to be the editor of Vice Magazine like before everything got really, really bad with Vice. Um, what got bad with Vice? Vice just turned into like... Clickbait? Yeah, and just a lot of like douchey bros. Yeah. And I think one of them's like a proud boy. And Yeah. What's a proud boy? Oh my God, someone God. told me... I'm repeating like what someone told family? me. Like part of the proud family? Yeah. And proud <laughs> family. One of those he was like, are they brothers. A, yeah, part the of the proud, proud boys. And I was like, what's a proud boy? boy. <laughs> They're part of the like incel uh, like anti-vaxxer community. Just like um, like they probably charged folk. like some proud boys were charging the capital. So there's a proud boy who was sitting next to me at uh, Suicide Squad the other day. Yeah, you, you've met a proud boy. <laughs> so Jesse Pearson is this like Renaissance man who seems like he's from another 
era. And he just talks with the most interesting guests, like my favorite writers he has on. Um, he talks to uh, like skateboarders, Jerry Zoo, who's like very hip and cool and all these like musicians, just just uh, like people who are from such a specific subculture. Um and he just asks them about their reading life. Every interview starts with, what are you reading right now? And then you go back in time. And it's just, it's such a, it's like, it's like I found my people. It's all of these other people who also me, I identify their, I also love you guys, but people <laughs> who speak to like a very specific part of who I am that just is not part of my everyday, like no one else. Um, totally. You find your corner. You yes. I found my corner Aww. and it, it's it brings me so much joy. Yeah. I like I almost cried when I first found it because I was like, oh, they're just going to talk about because there's a lot of book culture that's very like not me. It's very light. It's very fluffy. It's very like what's coming out. What's the hippest book jacket? And this is like people reading in a direction with deep interests and passions behind it and it's it's like you can have a whole nother life based on what kind of books you read and like you can define your life by how you read and it's <laughs> I just I like I cannot get enough of it it's called the apology podcast and it's also this like very interesting magazine um that he's only published six times um but yeah, I recommend. I don't know if I recommend it. If you, if, if that sounds like what listen. you want, I feel then like listen. I wouldn't understand. Like, a, yeah, I feel like if you're into books, probably. Yeah, if you're into books, this is for you. Yeah, yeah no, I probably hate it, but that's great. I'm glad you found <laughs> I it. I liked The Mandalorian. Maybe you'll like the Apology podcast. Mm. I'll give it a shot. Will you? Probably not. I'm going to send you a link. They're long. They're like two hours long. But I just, the graphics are so beautiful. It just, it hits everything. And they're all so, I don't know. They just is it a like, visual podcast? No, it's not a visual podcast. But the magazine is a oh. visual platform. So is that something that you would love to do for the newsletter? I would love to do that. Yeah. yeah. Good to know. Cool. So yeah, I loved that podcast. Um, I've been listening to this podcast called Lolita. And it's just this... Uh, this uh, woman, she's done a few other podcasts that are like pretty funny, but they cover kind of like interesting, serious topics. Like she did one about um, my year in Mensa. I don't know if you guys Mensa? have heard. Yeah. yeah. Like she just like got into Mensa and then like kind of went to a convention and it goes over episodes. Oh, that's just so cool. In, I want to listen And to she's that. hilarious. She's also just really funny and she's just talking to a bunch of like very annoying yeah, like, silly people what's mensa <laughs> mensa is like it's like an intellectual like elite group it's like you have to like hit a certain iq threshold and like take all these tests and yeah. stuff and then you're like a mensa member and it's just like I a community of like very very smart people based on like a certain criteria yeah but the criteria is pretty um specific like i don't know it, yeah. there you can poke a lot of holes in it quite easily but uh the her not her latest but i think it's like the most she just had one come up, but the one before that is called Lolita, and my sister recommended it to me. But um, she's just going over um the book and like the history behind it, and um, uh, like the author's like true inspirations and how it was perceived right when it came out, back, and like all the um like uh the representation or like the the adaptations and movies and how it's repeatedly just like been torn apart and like they just like have really yeah. fucked it up. Yeah. Um, but I am like currently listening to it. I'm on like episode three and it's like really, really interesting. Like, I feel like we've all talked about Lolita and I feel like it's like, you would think that you'd be like, how much left is there to cover? So it's also a book podcast. Is it's that like, what you're yeah, saying? It's a book podcast. Great. That's what made me think of it. Um, so maybe I would like your podcast. I probably would. Um, but I really like it. What are you reading right now? Oh, I'm reading so much. I'm just mm -hmm. reading. I'm reading everything. Scripts. I am reading a lot of scripts and it's, it is a lot. Um, <laughs> and it is to be honest, very time consuming. I'm going to bring in my binder next week and I'll show you guys. Right. Um, I want to talk about music for a second. Please do. Um, some music that I've been listening to this summer that I'm really, really loving is, I don't know if you guys know of Keaton Henson, but he's like an English 
singer-songwriter, and he writes, like, the saddest music Mm. you've ever heard. Like, it's, like, the music you, like, put on when, like, there's just no hope, and it's just sad, like, piano and strings and, like, I loved you and you left me. (laughs) Um, And I love to listen to it. It's, like, the music you listen to on your own, and it somehow is, like, very comforting for me because, like, when I'm, especially right now when I, like, go home and I still have, like, four hours of work to do, I just put it on the background, and it weirdly, like, helps me focus and be productive, but it is not music you listen to with someone else but he recently scored a film and then he also put out an album so there's like four hours worth of new keaton henson music this summer that i just like am slowly getting through and i love it if i ever scored like a really upsetting drama i would ask him or sophia and steven or both to score a collaboration just like i'm gonna jump off a building kind of music (laughs) (laughs) did you put in on the playlist this month no Oh. I, no one would enjoy that it yeah. would I'm i will curious. play some for you guys yeah. later it's it's not happy music got it um so i really really loved that also uh tyler the creator came out with an album this summer which was a hard follow-up to igor i igor is one of my favorite albums of all time i think officially uh so there's a good couple tracks off there but it kind of is weird how that flew a little bit more under the radar and then like donda and lover boy just came out and those are both tarasha lord came out with an album oh, Billie yeah. eilish came out with an album so there's a lot of good pop music olivia rodrigo sour drop this summer um but keaton henson totally different ballpark favorite album mm-hmm. that came out this summer wow. what did you think of solar power um I think Solar Power, like Greenlight, was just like an obvious hit. I think that Stone at the Nail Salon is a little boring. Yeah. It kind of sounds like a little bit of a finished album because towards the end, it's almost like every song just blends into each other and not in a complimentary yeah. way, in a way where I'm like, it just kind of sounds like... Isn't it that guy? The guy Jack who writes Antonoff. all the songs? It's all like songs? easy listening, but I'm exactly. like, this is not like challenge. I don't know. Yeah, it's exactly. Just- it doesn't resonate in any way. Yeah. It's just kind of like music that's playing. So I didn't love that. Same kind of with Bill. Billie Eilish I was like like there's a couple really good hits off that and then other ones I'm like this just sounds like you needed to put stuff on here yeah Mm. it's really weird I Um, I thought it was weird too yeah so kind of a weird summer for music but the Keaton Henson was a highlight for me also ABBA just came out with oh I know you can't get an abortion and ABBA's playing it's like what decade is this I (laughs) love the two new songs That, what's happening the, in Texas is so fucked. Did you see the video? The ABBA video? No. Of them all like recreated in no. like CG as when they were when they were young. I'm looks, so excited. Apparently they have a, a a residency in um I don't know if it's Vegas, Finland. It's, it's not. It's somewhere in Malmo. The, I don't know where it is, but it's virtual. Like it's like them projected up on <gasps> stage, like Arthur. Like Arthur. Do you guys what not remember that episode of Arthur? About? No, no. Yes, I you mean, do. I no. remember okay. when they did that with Tupac. Yeah, no, I in that. an episode in that band is very much like ABBA. Like the th- Arthur there's band. This, there's an episode of Arthur, Arthur where they all have to go to this concert, and it's they and they think that it's a real band, and then they find out that it's all projected, and the band looks and sounds like ABBA. What did Arthur predict this? That's I think so. Crazy. Can you find Can I, like, that to me? The, People know what I'm talking Simpsons. about. Yeah. We'll put yeah, this Maggie off. keeps yeah. looking at us like we should know what she's talking about. I have no idea. Classic episode. If it of didn't happen at the Let library, us know in the I comments if you know what's going on. My favorite uh, Arthur set thing is when Francine gets a mushroom on her shirt and the lunch lady goes, Francine, you've got a mushroom on your shirt. And she goes, Oh, I'm a failure. <laughs> and I think about that all the time. Oh, God. <laughs> um, some other things. So I watched I watched Being John Malkovich and I watched I Twelve love Monkeys. That movie. I for love the Being first John time Malkovich. this summer. And those are two that I feel like they're like pretty Sorry, what was the second one? Twelve Monkeys with Brad Pitt and Bruce oh, Willis. I've never seen scary. that. Well, I watched that because it was weirdly COVID relevant. Um, and there were two movies that I think a lot of people talk about and they're just kind of like known good movies and cultural uh, touch points. Yeah. And I'd never seen them before. And I watched them this summer and I was like, holy shit, I love this. Um, I made Elliot watch 12 Monkeys and he did not like it. And I don't think he'll like being John Malkovich. I think I'd like being John Malkovich yeah, more. I'm just not a fan of um, what's his name? Uh, Terry Gillum's style. Yeah, it's stuff. tough. It's very like similar to almost like Annette's kind of like a uh, like what's that kind of director called? Like a um, auteur. Yes, yeah. It's just someone who has like such a distinct style and yeah, vision like that is like off the beaten path. But this, I found it was 
it's just too much going on. And I don't love that like gross kind of like, like clogged up tubes and like everything looks like kind of (laughs) dirty and like, like a, like a plastic sheet that has like gunk on it and stuff like that. That's like, that's what that whole movie is. It's like, just like, that's weirdly also John Malkovich. I was going to say, John John is also kind of gross. Like kind of like bits of like Mad Max looking anything where like people have tubes sticking at them and they're like deformed and they're kind of like, like kind of steampunk and like kind of like it's not my favorite style but if if like this the the rest of the pieces overcome that then i'm usually fine with it but this i didn't find it i can see where you're coming from but i did like this movie because it's like it's a pandemic movie it's a future movie it's also weirdly looped in with time travel and trauma i haven't even heard of this movie it's with brad pitt and bruce willis and it's about like i don't know sometime in the future like not that far or pretty far i can't remember what the date is (laughs) it's not that far it was like i think it's like 2018 or something yeah something like that it was made in the 90s and it's so like there's like a there's like a pandemic that happens and so everybody has to live underground and they send prisoners up to the surface to try and like grab samples of things from above ground so that way they can test it and try and detect where the virus came from and then they send them back in time to like try and fix the problem so bruce willis is this like time traveler prisoner and like and then you get like pardons and whatever so he goes back in time to try and like thwart this virus being spread and then it just is one of those loops where it's like his actions cause this to happen kind of thing. Right. So it's about him trying to figure out being back in time, not being able to communicate with the future, like being out of sorts um, and then inadvertently causing a chain of events that caused this to happen. That's not really a spoiler because that's what the movie's about. Um, but anyways, so yeah, it has like Brad Pitt in it and it takes place also part of it, like in a mental asylum. So it's just like really weird. Sounds amazing. It is. I think it's really, really good. It has this really bizarre, like French, almost like French sci-fi soundtrack. That's like a lot of like French accordion and like Mm. strings and piano. I think it's really great. And then being John Malkovich, um, I, I really didn't know what it was about and I watched it and it's that same kind of like, it's so obscure, but it's played at face value that you're just kind of like, this is the world and it's so bizarre, but everybody's just like, yeah, that this is the situation. We have a portal into John Malkovich's head. Uh, And so I really, really loved those and I really enjoyed them. Some other TV I watched, I watched Feel Good, the May Martin show. Yeah. And Feel Good is like kind of like Fleabag, like where I like, I just really loved it and I watched it on one go and then I almost like forgot about it until season two came out and I was like, oh yeah, I love this show. And I think it was a really good, it was like a good, like, you know what, here's a story. We laid it out and now it's done. Yeah. And like this, that's it. That's all you get. You just get this moment in time and a show that also dropped a new season this summer that I thought would follow that path was atypical. (laughs) And I freaking hated the new season of oh, atypical I, I watched it too and i don't remember anything that i happened. couldn't even get through it it was so That's brutal so sad because i think atypical was also like great it's like here's a moment in this family's life and like you know their kids are growing up one of them has autism is trying to like get through the world uh, and then he got through the world and i just feel like whoa i love the first two seasons yeah and yeah. i'm like where's this story going now i don't really get it um, so it, and it was almost like they, they're all of the characters have completed their arcs now. So now they're just like these new formed people yeah. that exist and I don't care about them. Um, yeah. so that was really disappointing. Cause I was like, yeah, atypicals out. I'm going to have a mm-hmm. show to watch and I friggin' hated it. And lastly, Dr. Phil is back season 20, Thank everybody. God. And Dr. Oh, Phil came oh. back hard and heavy and I'm not happy. Oh, I'm not happy. You guys, the first episode was like about men's rights. Um, it, uh, it's Dr. Phil though. So he puts like the PC, like everybody's included spin, but he kind of was just like, I guess reaching out to the group of people that feel like men are now the minority and like hearing them out mm-hmm. still being like classic Dr. Phil, like, well, don't you think women, blah, 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 blah. But like, still like, I'm like, well, you're still giving these people yeah. a platform. This is still your season opener. Yeah. This is your season opener. And you have another episode on your podcast about it. So I'm like, oh. why are you really talking mm. so much about this? And then he started this new spinoff show with CBS called House Calls, where Dr. Phil like goes to somebody's house for like a couple of days and like sorts through whatever they're doing, whatever their fucking family problem is in their house, which sounds cool. You guys, I love intervention. You know, I freaking love being down in the gutters with someone hard on their luck. Uh, This is also not that he takes like a white family already privileged and stages them in a house and then we're all just supposed to like believe that that's their house i'm like oh they live in this untouched beautifully furnished stage model home Mm -hmm. and the opener was this family that um the daughter 
didn't talk to her dad for five years and they all lived in the same house and she didn't talk to her dad for five years because he took away her phone and threw it in a pool what? Um, and it just ruined their family. So she, I'm on her side. She stayed fair. in her room for five years and just didn't talk to her dad. And then her brother and her sister and her mom were like caught in the middle of the drama. And her dad has diabetes and his eyesight was failing. And that's like brought them together. And I was like, this is not a problem. This is yeah. not a problem. Did he get her a new phone? No. no, then I'd also not speak to him. <laughs> and Dr. Phil's like being there, being like, I can't believe I was there to like keep his family together, you know, being on site, like really changed my perspective, like being with you guys day in, day out, eating meals. And at the end, they give him this like engraved wrench that says, like, thank you for fixing our family. And I was like, just go downstairs. <laughs> What's the problem? <laughs> if I were the mom, I'd be like, absolutely fucking not. Am I putting up with this bullshit under my roof? No, 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 no. So is Dr. Phil no longer an icon? for you because he's fucked it up i mean there's gonna be a long 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 time left in this episode in this season so i hope you can pick it up but so far we're up to a rocky start i was like he just like did some highlights of i guess the the episodes he does in that show but it was not that really adds up with my idea of dr phil just for the record (laughs) nothing you're saying is surprising (laughs) to me i'm not like what on dr phil i was gobsmacked this he's talking to men's rights people and a girl (laughs) whose phone got I was late for work. I was so shook because I stopped getting ready. I was just sitting there like, oh, what are you doing, <laughs> Phil? <laughs> that would be a good Halloween costume. Dr. Phil being yeah. late for work. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Going to Dr. work. Phil. I, mean, is- I was Mr. Weatherby one year and I, I had a bald cap oh. on. The principal from Archie's. No, Archie's. Oh. <laughs> My favorite show, Arthur. <laughs> Mr. Ratburn. Um, the show that I watched this summer that I forgot about is the Mark Ronson documentary. And I oh, loved yeah. it. It's on Apple. And each episode is like a different musical uh, element. I don't know. He does one on like reverb, one on echo. And he just really goes into examples of it and what it's done to music. And I just think it's fascinating. And I don't really, I'm not like a, uh, what's the word I'm thinking about? I'm not, when I listen to music, I'm just listening. I'm not like picking up anything technical and it really helps me to start thinking about music differently. And they also interview this guy who does, uh, reverb where he records like sounds and reverbs all around the world. He's just like a sound technician, this weird old German guy. And Mark Ronson goes with him because they're trying to capture the longest reverb on the planet. And so they go down into these, I think it's in Scotland. There are these oil tankers in the bottom of, um, these empty oil tankers underground that are just these huge, vast concrete spaces that just go on and on and on, but they're fully empty because they're uh, obsolete. And so you, so they film Mark Ronson and this old German guy just down with all of this recording equipment as they try and go through, (laughs) you have to, to get into the area. It was, it was oil was in there. So (laughs) where's this going? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to get in there it was oil <laughs> it was too much oil so they had to you swim you have to go through a pipe you have to lie down in a pipe and push yourself through to the other side it doesn't water. seem worth it at that point just, and it's just Mark Ronson and this German guy on the other side of this garage band I just imagine them both so cool is them it both, they're both lying down in this pipe and him looking over the German and he's like I made up down funk <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I recommend Mark Ronson's whatever oily documentary pipe film. That's a scene in a show in an episode. That sounds riveting. Really, it's really good. Sounds good, Maggie. What was your summer experience? Oh, um, well, first of all, I was just wanted to um, no, maybe I shouldn't. I was gonna talk about this scene in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that I think about really often that makes me laugh a lot and it's also been like getting me through Please the summer. Please tell me. So, um, Kathy Hilton is the newest cast member, Paris Hilton's mom. And if you watch the Paris Hilton documentary, you can kind of probably have a con- like a bad opinion of her, rightfully so, as a mother. But on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she's 
ridiculously funny in a very unintentional way she's just like so out of it but just like so silly and like likes to play these silly pranks and like kind of reminds me of myself in certain ways <laughs> where she's just like ordering drinks from the bartender that are water but they're in pretending that she's like chugging martinis with the girls <laughs> and being like girls do it with me and but they all know that She's, she's not drinking yeah and so they're like doing it just to like make fun of her but there's this one moment where these there's lots of fights on real housewives and there this one woman is having a fight with another woman and um she just yells out to this woman being like i can't pretend everything's all hunky dory and kathy hilton responds being like now who's hunky dory <laughs> And I think about it like daily. And sorry, I just wanted because I that's a Kate question. Yeah, who's who's Hunky Dory? Who is that? <laughs> who is she? <laughs> which one of which one of us is Hunky Dory? Have I met her? And so genuine, just so confused. Um, she never heard the saying Hunky Dory. No, I guess it's, not. It's pretty old fashioned. But um, I really you think about that a lot. Yeah, it really made me laugh. I had to pause and just rewatch it and do you think if i watched it it would really like hit home yeah i think so that yeah. whole scene is like amazing <laughs> sounds Anyways, beautiful my other i've had um so i think a, a high point was sitting on the dock at sarah's cottage with you guys and being a little bit high and like people watching a little bit <laughs> being a little um, bit high <laughs> like watching people um and taking some cbd oil and talking about them out loud while they were probably in earshot um and <laughs> laughing a lot um that was good and then i had another one but i can't i realized how fun those mushrooms were when this trip i was like god i wish we had mushrooms you guys i've never in my life thought of that we did have mushrooms oh we didn't ha we didn't do it at all we just waited till you laughed but we no, just did we have just... some porcini mushrooms no we just decided it wasn't the, the vibe. vibe yeah yeah, that's the vibe when we're there. Yeah. Sure. What about you guys, Elliot? What was your f best summer experience? Um, Honestly, my best summer experience has just been able to go and sit on a patio and have a beer. Yeah. Just being able to like go and do stuff outside, us being able to go to restaurants or like being able to go into a store when you need something. And it feels like like COVID's over, baby. Well, like it almost feels like it's like this weird luxury that we had before in the in the old world, right? <laughs> like it almost felt like like I was saying, like when we were we went out for dinner a couple of weeks ago and you're walking down the street, I was like, it almost feels like we're kind of in vacation on some like kind of busy touristy street because I'm not used to seeing all these people outside and going and sitting outside and like doing all this stuff. So it feels like it's it it feels like we almost shouldn't be able to do it. But then yeah. at the same time, it's just like, oh, this is what we used to do. And like having multiple nights busy instead of having, you know, the same thing you do everything every yeah. day. For a long time, it was just us every weekend watching movies with your parents. Yeah, which is not necessarily the worst thing. But at the same time, you're like, oh, why? I remember I can I can go and I have can do beer. other things. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm sad when I'm like I don't I plans. Yeah. <laughs> I can't watch I can't watch a movie. With you guys. Um. The other thing is I've recently got another part time job and I'm spending more time at home like in my office and like not my office but the office in it's my home. It's your office at this point, my friend. And I've like realized that like after watching all these uh, open door videos and stuff that I have. Honestly, a uh, uh, passion for redecorating and uh, doing renovation and stuff like that. And I just have an addiction to buying frames at Ikea. Yeah. The other day I, I called you frugal and Kate was like, Elliot's not a frugal guy. No. Oh my God. Ikea Opposite. was having a sale on those Reba frames. Oh Which my God. Which ones are the Reba ones? Just the standard black frames oh, with the yeah. white. Like I bought like 12 frames. I should go Thinks to Ikea about something with you. for I need five frames. seconds and buys it. So yeah, it's pretty much you what I did. frames at Ikea? I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I do. And, I have um, a habit of talking over you on this podcast. Like, no, you don't. Kind of went down this like <laughs> oh. rabbit hole of like this like company that makes just like really pretty unnecessary like office furniture and stuff like for your desk or whatever. And they had this like stand that you put on your desk that you put your computer on just so it's like raised so you can have more storage like on your desk or whatever. And like they charge something absurd for it. And I was just like, I don't want to buy it so that I actually 
asked my cousin to help me build it. And so we like spent the last few weeks building this thing and really? we built this shelf. Yeah. And that's, that's what introduced. very cool. Yeah. And so like we built the shelf and now he's going to see if more people want him. He's just going to start making them for other people. It also introduced me to my, what? my p- painting with his daughter, Scarlett, because mm. it would You've mostly be. making cabinetry that's for so the last cool. few weeks. Yeah. Like in this basement under yeah, the hardware store. Underneath the hardware it's store. like sanding this maple wood. That's yeah. so that's cool. Why really haven't you cool. talked about this? Yeah. No one asked. No one asked if you're doing secret oh. carpentry. I'm so sorry. Sorry. It's not me doing we too much stuff. We sit down like, and ask you how your week is every week. I'll help him like do some <laughs> measurements and stuff. But like when he does like the actual like Nobody cutting, asked. actual cutting Nobody and cares stuff. About me. It's true. Okay, um, I, when he would do the the actual like woodworking stuff, I'd be I'd be painting with his daughter to keep her occupied because she'd be down there as our woodworking assistant. Mm. But we have to keep her distracted. I think that sounds like such a cool hobby. Please keep going on that. Really stop and buying I'm weird shit online. Gonna try and start <laughs> think of more things I can build. Go buy wood from Home Hardware. I support that. Home, Home Depot. Depot. Yeah, that was that's my that's my highlight of my experience. Oh, but oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yours again. Say it. Go. Oh, just another it. one, Maggie. Just sorry. the Maggie show. <laughs> oh no. Go. Well, no, I don't want to go. I'd like to hear it. Go ahead, Paul McCartney. Lead it. Uh, it was just a painting that I liked doing a lot. Which painting? It was the laundry mat one. That was that a good painting. That's one yeah. of my Great favorites painting. that you've ever done. Good painting. Thanks. Good painting. Yeah, that was my other experience. I just remember. Sorry, Elliot. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, I was finished. Okay. I'm good. Elise was your favorite summer experience. Mine was the same as Maggie's. Uh, our cottage. Her trip laundry was... painting. Yeah, <laughs> the, the real housewives. <laughs> um, it was definitely going to our cottage, your cottage, not ours, Sarah's, Sarah's. Yeah. <laughs> the cottage, <laughs> the the parking lot headquarters. Yeah, th- that day was a very very fun day. Yeah, I had a lot of good times on that. Um, Kate, best experience, worst experience. Aside from our cottage weekend, because obviously that was the highlight. I also think. Maybe like just going camping with my parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really I had a nice. really nice time on that yeah. trip. We went canoeing, we went hiking, and I saw some shit that it's just going to stay with me forever. Yeah, that girl's still missing. I checked. The new Sally Rooney book came out, and I count that as a summer highlight. That is. I'm excited to read it. It's called Beautiful World, Where Are You? It's really good so far. I love it. Sally Rooney wrote Normal People and Conversations with Friends. What a summer. What a summer to look back Crazy. on. Crazy. Crazy. What a summer. Um, we'll have to, sorry, do you have something you're going to say? No. What are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> living my life. Did you start singing? No. I just said, well, you guys. Guys, we hope you had a great summer too. Let us know some of your favorite things you did, some of the things you watched and experiences you had in your... We love each other. Is this a net? Oh boy. Oh, this is awful. This is the whole movie is, is this like this. driver? I thought this could be our outro. He really can't sing. Keep it loose, everybody. <laughs> I'm gonna get copyrighted. <laughs>